Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Docs Sportscast this morning. <clears throat> well, whenever you're listening to it. I don't know why. I don't know why I say good morning because you guys will be listening to it anytime realistically. Um, of course, if it's after midnight, you know, then it all counts as well. Um, which I always found rather odd. I don't know if you guys find that odd or not when people say, you know, 2 a.m. in the morning. That doesn't really count for morning for me. It's nighttime until you get to like probably 5 a.m. Even 4 is probably like that breaking point. Like it's right in the middle there. Um, I always thought it was very interesting though when people when people say, you know, 2 in the morning or, you know, you're up early this morning, um, you know, when it's just after midnight or whatever. Uh, just initial initial thought went through my head there, guys. Sorry about that. Um, anyway. Today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the USFL, and uh, we will get into uh, the NFL, obviously a lot of free agent deals, things going on. We'll talk a little bit about March Madness. There's so much going on in March Madness, and there's a lot we don't want to... you know, overstep on. There's gonna be tons of news, tons of things going on with March Madness, and I honestly don't think you guys would want to hear all that much about it from me uh, because everybody's gonna be talking about it at nauseum. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll touch on it a little bit, um, and go from there. So uh, as far as the USFL, um. The USFL is looking to start off the season on April 16th, so um, mark your calendar. Uh, they are, um, you know, they, they will they will start play uh, April 16th at this point. Obviously, you know, you guys have probably heard about the lawsuits, things like that, the former USFL. Um, yes, that's, that's looming there, but I don't think that's going to hinder them uh, from playing. Okay, they had their draft recently. Uh, we're going to highlight a few players from their draft. There are a few little nuggets in there that we can highlight uh, for you guys at home, and uh, yeah, give a little bit of update on you know what the USFL is, right? Um, essentially, you know, for these guys, we'll talk about the financial rankings and stuff when it comes to this. So, uh, a player who spends like all ten weeks of the season on a USFL active roster will make forty five thousand dollars. Okay. Um, you know, and a practice squad player will make $15,000. So, you know, in no means is this like, you know, crazy money or, or whatever for these players, but at the same time, $45,000 is nothing to sneeze at over a 10 week span. You got 52 weeks in a year. Okay. So if you times that 45,000 by, by five to get close to the $50,000 mark, I mean, you're looking at $221,000 a year. So over a 10-week span, if you can make $45,000 over 10 weeks, it's pretty doable. Like, if I was if I was athletic enough, you know, I, I'd go try out for some of these teams. But um, <clears throat> that's essentially the range that you're looking at there, $45,000 for a full active roster um, player <clears throat> for 10 weeks. And then um, $15,000 for, um, you know, uh, guys who are on practice squad, um, just there to be a punching bag for the the starters. Um, you know, there's also victory bonuses. Obviously, you know, worth about you know 850 bucks a player or whatever. That's a part of contracts, but um, that's that's really it um, from that standpoint. So it is pretty decent money. Uh, you know, when you look at it, this is 
where a lot of professional athletes, like, you know, you look at the millions of dollars guys are making in the NFL. It's a little absurd. There's no reason they really need to make that much money. Um, so I really like this. I like the platform. I like the pay. Um, you know, if it was the NFL, yeah, I get the NFL should be higher than this. But at the same time, <clears throat> you don't need millions and millions of dollars. Um, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, all these guys. Like, wh why? Why? Why should the NFL be paying for your family 10 generations from now? It's just, it's ridiculous um, in my in my opinion. So, yeah, now the XFL, when it comes, the average player is looking to earn about $55,000 over the 10-game season. Um, but some quarterbacks could receive considerably higher salaries. Um, I mean, considerably higher. Some cases approaching the NFL minimum of about $500,000. So, you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot going on here. Um when it comes to this, when you look at these players, you know, are, are some guys going to maybe hold out? I don't know why you would hold out. I don't know why you would play for, wouldn't play for the XFL right now um, and play, and then, you know, try and get in, wouldn't play for the USFL now and then try and get in the XFL. But whatever, that's the financials of it. Um, so it is a pretty decent chunk change for these guys over a 10-week span. Um, the regular season draft uh, came in rounds of specific positions, okay? So for their initial draft, um, the rounds consisted of, you know, like, hey, this round you have to take quarterback. This round you have to take wide receiver, you know, and, and so on and so forth. So um, it, it was interesting format to see the draft, uh, but I think it makes a ton of sense uh, for, you know, what, what this league's trying to accomplish and do. They want to make sure everybody has, um, you know, solid foundations and, you know, solid uh, star powers and things on different levels uh, for these teams at the different positions that, you know, put butts in seats, right? Um, now a couple notes here, quarterback, um, Jordan Tayamu. Jordan Tayamu is a former XFL player, played for Tampa. Um, he, he was a great player in the XFL, uh, played in the NFL as backup as well. And, uh, I think, you know, you guys, he, he's, he's one of those guys that, you know, literally if he gets the chance, he could make a starting team. He could play well. You know, he could do what a Gardner Minshew do, is doing. You know, he could he could do what some of these guys are doing out there in the NFL. He knows how to win. He knows how to play. He's competitive. Um, understands the game very very well. And uh, you know, ultimately, I think uh, Jordan Tam was probably going to be the best quarterback in this league. Now, the one that might be standing in his way is Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch, as you guys probably know. Um, was NFL quarterback, backup quarterback, and starter for a little bit of time there with the Denver Broncos. Paxton Lynch is going to be playing for the Michigan Panthers. Um, so he was drafted to the Michigan Panthers and will be their quarterback for this upcoming season. Wide receiver position, you know, Tyron, uh, Tywan Taylor, uh, former WKU player. I'm a WKU alumni, so got to shout out uh, Tywan Taylor there. Um, he formerly played for the Titans, uh, was was a wide receiver there. Uh, he was drafted to the New Orleans um NFL t or the USFL team so he will be playing for New Orleans um doesn't matter really where these guys are going I mean they're all gonna be playing in Alabama that's where all the games are gonna be played throughout the season um with their postseason championships uh, supposed to be Canton Ohio which I, I think is good to change up that scenery for that situation um but Eli Rogers uh to the Steelers uh well he 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 played for the Steelers, wide receiver for the Steelers. He was also a wide receiver for the D.C. Defenders in the XFL um, a couple years ago. And so he will be 
Um, he will be playing um, in this league. And Vinny Papali, uh, you guys might know the name because of Invincible with Mark Wahlberg, um, former special teams uh, specialist Vince Papali uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. His son, Vinny Papali, who went to Delaware, University of Delaware, uh, is a wide receiver, and he will be playing for Tampa. Okay, so he will be out there with Jordan Tayamu. I look for those two to really do some cool things. It's a really great story. I'd love to see him do well just because of the story of his dad. I've met his dad, Vince Papali, um, you know, former Eagle, special teams great. And, you know, it, it's it's going to be really cool to see if this this kid can come out there and, and do really well and make a name for himself also. Um, obviously, it's not in the NFL the way his dad was, but, you know, hey, you, you got to start somewhere, right? It'll be interesting to see if some of these players are waiting for XFL deals. Um, and there's going to be, you know, FanDuel, DraftKings, you know, uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, various sports books that will cover these games as well. Right now, it is legal to gamble and legal to put wages on um, the USFL games in 15 states currently. Others will get finalized as well as we get closer to the season. They're just going through the initial. Um, you know, as additional like documentation and stuff like that to get everything uh, squared away for the paperwork. But um, it's exciting. It's exciting. So April 16th, mark your calendar. It will be the first um, set of games for the latest USFL league to start up. And uh, very exciting to see it. I, I think you can never have enough football. And, um, you know, definitely when the NFL is over, when that season ends, there's definitely a void there, and uh, I'm very excited that there's something that's going to be filling that void for a little bit of time here. Hopefully, they can finish out the whole season, not go under like the XFL had done um, a few years back. Obviously, the pandemic hurt that, but I think it was not doing too well in other ways um, prior to that. So I do like that they're playing all their games in Alabama. Ultimately, sponsorships is going to help drive this a ton. I, I work in the sponsorships industry. That is my career. Um and, you know, they're going to need to do a much better job than the XFL had done. The XFL did not have local salespeople. They did not have local people handling a lot of their stuff. They did a lot of national deals, and that's great. you got to get local support to be able to bring in other businesses and other partnerships um, that can help these local teams thrive individually. Um, that's what the Arena Football League did so well at for so many years um, before they started losing teams to other leagues. So... Hopefully, with everybody stationed all in Alabama, they can just bring in a lot of local opportunities as well for Alabama-focused um, regional partnerships and uh, really get that league up and going. So, moving to the NFL. Okay, guys, there's a lot of NFL news. There's been tons of NFL news since we last talked to you guys. Um, <clears throat> obviously, we were there with the breaking news about um, you know Russell Wilson and uh, him going to Denver. Obviously, we really loved that move. Um but there's been so many other things that have happened. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers had said he had signed. Well, it was announced that he had signed before that. You know, and Aaron Rodgers, being Aaron Rodgers the way he is, was a child and a baby, and uh, decided, oh well, right after they announced that I signed on with Green Bay, you know, Russell Wilson goes to Denver, and now I'm not the news story of the day. So okay, calls his agent. Hey, make sure we tell people that I haven't signed anything yet, and let's rework the deal so that I can stay in the news. Basically, that's what Aaron Rodgers did. Um, at least that's what I see him doing. He's very all about himself and wants to be in the news so that's the way i feel that that happened um <clears throat> couldn't be outdone um by russell wilson and anyway they did change the terms it was a four-year deal um now it's a two-year deal well technically a two 
two-year extension, three-year total deal um, because of the year they already have on the deal. Um, so, yeah, it did change a little bit, but I think that was just for Aaron to justify, like, oh, I didn't sign. It was kind of ridiculous. But, um, I mean, great, great for Aaron Rodgers, you know, good good payday, whatever for him. I, I think it's a mistake on Green Bay's side. I really do. Um, I, I think they should have moved forward with something else. They should have went in another direction just for the future of their franchise. <clears throat> um, you can't get lucky all over and over and over, you know, um, you can't get over and over. You can't get lucky over and over. And they already got lucky with Brett Favre. They got lucky with Aaron Rodgers, um, and they're not going to get lucky again like that. I mean, maybe they will. Who knows? Maybe in the draft in the next two three years, they they get somebody that's like that next guy. But, um, you know, if you move forward now, you're ripping the bandaid off. Right now, you just have a temporary set in place, and um, financially, you're going to be hurting your team not this year, but the following years. You're really going to be hurting them with the money that you've paid Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams has already said he's not going to play under franchise tag, so you got to get a big de- big deal done for him as well. That's going to be hurting you too. So I really don't like this after this year. Like Basically, they need to win this year or they're not going to have a chance. They're going to start declining. Same way you saw Kansas City this past season after they signed that big Patrick Mahomes deal. And I said that when they signed that big Patrick Mahomes deal. Yeah, it's great for them right now. But two or three seasons from now, let's see where they're at. And they didn't look that great. Uh, Brady announced he's coming back out of retirement. That's not super surprising. I mean, this guy, exact same way, sitting at home. He's like, you know, I need to be in the news. They're not talking about me. They're talking about these other people. Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna come back out of retirement because I want people to talk about me again. I want people to focus on me. <sighs> so he couldn't sit and not be in the limelight. I really think he's going to have a lot of mental uh, challenges when he does actually retire and get away from the game if he doesn't go into coaching and things like that because – I mean, it's clear he just can't, <clears throat> he, he just mentally, it's not good for him. Um, but honestly, I'll tell you guys, look for him to have a really bad season. I'm telling you right now, um, in, in Tom Brady terms, you know, I'm not saying he's going to go out and be Jameis Winston throwing the most picks in the league, but look for him to do, you know, kind of what Phillip Rivers was doing in his last year in Indianapolis. Um, look for that kind of season there. I really do see a drop off. I saw him drop off last year, whether everybody else is willing to admit it or not. There's plenty of times I saw him drop off. I saw him miss throws that he had made his entire career i saw the arm strength dwindle in specific games i saw him have to push the ball instead of being able to just give it good touch um and i see more of that happening especially with less um less weapons less um talent around him because that team's lost a good amount of players already in the offseason thinking he wasn't coming back so i would look for him to have a, a rough season um so you heard that here that he's gonna have a rough season uh, we'll see what happens Carson Wentz went to Washington. Um, I'm not against this. I'm really not. Um, I know a lot of people out there, you know, everybody wants to jump on the same bandwagon because, oh, everybody was wrong. He made us, you know, he made us look like fools. He made everybody look like fools. But you know what? I'm willing to go against the grain here for things I see. I'm not against this. You know, look at Washington's games last year. Uh, Heineke uh, lost to them um, more games with fumbles and picks than he won them. I don't think Carson Wentz is going to be worse than that. I think he's better than Taylor Heineke. Um, if you put him in the position to go out there and just win you games, they'll be fine. The problem was when the Colts' defense did break down at the times that it did, um, and it allowed the opponents to get back in the game. 
you know, they also have a coach that does thrive on being able to push the ball down the field and get some points in Frank Reich. Yeah, he is great defensively, but they do need to score some points. I do think that um, Ron Rivera is going to be a better coach systematically to put Carson Wentz in a position to win. Um, not saying he believes in him more than Frank Reich. No one believes in him more than Frank Reich, but I do think that he's going to be in a better position to win. And this division itself loves to take former players from other teams in that division. I don't know if they're just vengeful, if they're spiteful. I I don't get what it is. You know, Morris was a Redskins running back for so many years. Now he's, and and then he was doing stuff in Dallas. Deshaun Deshaun Jackson went from Philly to Washington to Philly. Like, I, I don't know what it is about these guys just, you know, loving to go after guys that, played for other teams in that division but this is always the trend with them so good luck to Carson Wentz I think he's a good person Uh, I appreciate what he does out there on the field Um, you know and I do think he's going to have a pretty good season this year I really really do Um, yeah that that's that's just my thought I think he's gonna have a really good season this year and uh, we'll see what happens maybe I'm wrong but that that's my thought I do I do think it ultimately helps Washington he's not a guy that's gonna go win you games but I don't think he's going to lose you as many games <clears throat> as he will be able to, you know, keep you winning in it. Um, so that's it. Trubisky went to Pittsburgh. Um, again, I don't think this is awful. I did see improvement in Buffalo. And ultimately, he can't be worse than what Big Ben was last year when it comes to not being able to get the ball downfield. He's on his last leg. It was painful watching Ben Rosberger last year. It was absolutely painful to watch him play um and this team had every chance in the world to be a really great team and they were not ever going to make a lot of noise in the playoffs things like that because he didn't have a really solid passing attack because ben's arm was falling off okay trubisky is definitely an improvement um i i do see him end up starting i know they talked about mason rudolph still being the starter i do see trubisky starting um he is going to be an improvement but i still don't think this team is a team that you can take seriously for like a super bowl contender until they get somebody in there who can literally go out there and win you games on his own at at times um so yeah that's my my thoughts on that it is a bit of an improvement from last year but not by much now, um, Watson is still on the market. Um, you know, his cases were dropped. He still has civil cases out there, but, you know, he's looking to be pretty cleared for the most part. And, um, you know, as upsetting as it is for me that someone who, you know, is involved in all these types of things, and all this stuff come out about them, to me, there's some type of truth somewhere in the middle, most likely. And uh, it's just a shame that teams are going to be so starved to get a guy like this. Um, and sponsors are a big influence of this, but let me tell you something, guys. Sponsors. Yes, sponsors will stand up for some moral acts. They will stand up and say something about some moral things that happen. But at the same time, uh, if a team's winning and a team's doing really well on the field and butts are in seats and people are watching games, that's all they really care about. So, um, you know, I, I get it. And there's probably some sponsors saying, no, don't bring him in. You guys are rebuilding. You're not going to be a top contending team next year, even if you bring him in. And we're going to have all this bad PR. We don't want to support that. We're, we're going to pull our sponsorship. Okay, fine. Teams will listen to that. Um, but there are some of these teams that I don't think that's the case. Um, I, I don't, for fantasy purposes, I don't like any of the teams that are looking at him. I think he will end up in Atlanta or Cleveland. One, because Atlanta fans always think that they can be super competitive. I don't know why. Um, they've clearly been a team that can't be super competitive over the last two seasons. But they continue to think that, oh, we we can, we always have a chance. We're Atlanta. We're the Falcons. Um 
you know, and then Cleveland, uh, Cleveland's got a really good team that, that can be built around him. They got a really good team in place. They just need a guy who can go out there and win them games. And, uh, Baker Mayfield is not that guy. So, I like those two situations for him the best. I think he's probably going to end up going to one of those two. You know, the Saints and the Panthers, I just don't think makes as much sense. Um, I think the Saints, they got a lot of issues off the field for other guys as well. I don't think you bring Deshaun Watson into that environment. And their sponsors have pulled uh, partnerships before over uh, some political things, and I don't think they want to upset their sponsors anymore. So we'll see how that goes. I think Atlanta and Cleveland are probably the front runners, in my opinion, for that. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to Miami. Look for him to compete with Tua. Okay, you heard that from me. I think that Teddy Bridgewater is going to compete for a starting job with Tua because we're not fans of Tua here. We're really not. Aurora and I do not like Tua. Uh, Tungvaluwa, we, we're not a huge fan of him. Um, Aurora is the three-year-old dachshund on the cover of the podcast, in case you guys were wondering. Um, and and we just, we're just we not big fans of Tua Tungvaluwa. We don't think he's going to be a legitimate starter. We don't think he's a guy that's going to get you to a winning uh, – to be a winning organization, a winning team for your future. And uh, we think they should move on. And I think this is a situation where they can put Teddy in there for a year or so, figure out, yeah, we do need to move on from Tua. Maybe they can send him somewhere else or whatever. Um, yeah, we're just down on Tua here, and I, I don't think I don't think he's going to stay the starter. I think Teddy's going to take that over at some point during the season. Um, Tyrod Taylor to the Giants. Um, I like him to take the job from Daniel Jones. I really do. Um, I, I'm a fan of Daniel Jones. I, I want to see him do well, but at the same time, he doesn't have it, guys. Um, you know, to me, he's worse than a Carson Wentz. You know, he's he's just not. Yeah, you know, he fumbles the ball a ton. Uh, he th- he throws picks. He makes bad decisions. He can't read the defense the right way. I mean, there's a lot of things that we see um, that I see wrong here with Tyrod Taylor that I, that I don't think makes uh, or with uh, Daniel Jones that I think don't think makes sense with the Giants. They do have a lot of talent out there, and I think Tyrod Taylor will be able to tap into some of that. Um, so I do think he will end up being the starter at some point. Now, they probably won't be able to get it done to start the season because fans are going to be really pushing for Daniel Jones and and the ownership and all that is going to be behind Daniel Jones because that's their guy. But look for Tyrod to take this over at some point. Um, Melvin Gordon, Jameis Winston, Baker Mayfield, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Odell Beckham uh, Jr., are still free agents. It will be interesting to see where these guys go, or not free agents. Uh, obviously, um, Garoppolo and Mayfield are signed, but um, they're they're out there on the market. Basically, teams are shopping them. Uh, Christian McCaffrey. There's been news about him being on the market as well. I don't want to see him go anywhere else, but if he does, you know, I hope he goes somewhere where he can still have some great success and get all the usability that he should get out there. Um, but yeah, so Melvin Gordon, Jameis Winston. Um, Beckham Jr., and then you've got the questions with Mayfield and Garoppolo. That's pretty much the big things that are going to be happening in free agency uh, the rest of this year. Um, So we'll see how it goes. We'll see what moves are made. I don't think Mayfield's going to be on the move. I think Garoppolo, I don't think Garoppolo will be on the move. Uh, I really don't think these teams are going to be able to look at themselves and understand hey, we're going to be, we're not going to be getting a lot better from this. Um, Or what if this other guy sucks? we might as well have Jimmy Garoppolo here, right? And we're not Trey Lance fans. We don't think he's going to be a legitimate starter in the NFL for many years. Uh, We don't think he's going to be a legitimate starter for one season. Um, I just don't like what I see. Yes, he makes some flashy plays, but he makes boneheaded plays. He really does. I I just do not like his pocket presence. I don't like him as a pure quarterback. just don't. Um, So anyway, that is kind of where we are uh, from that standpoint. Um with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he should stay there, and I think if the team is smart, they will keep him there. Um, 
yeah, now, uh, NCAA tournament is starting today. You know, again, we're not going to talk all that much about it, guys, but, um, you know, today there is a plethora of games going on. Um, you know, Kentucky, Kentucky plays St. Peter's. Kentucky's going to win that game. Michigan up against Colorado State. Uh, I actually think Colorado State's going to win that game. Michigan has not had a really good year, and I do think Colorado State has got a pretty good team. I like the matchup there. Um, South Dakota State and Providence. I think Providence is probably going to win that game, but it will be a pretty close one. Um, it's in Buffalo, New York, so it, it probably will be a b- good crowd for Providence. Um, Memphis and Boise State. I Man, it's really a kind of a toss-up. I, I do like Boise State over Memphis in this situation, but it could go either way depending on how the game is. And here's the biggest thing I'll tell you guys. COVID is still impacting teams. It still is. If you have one, maybe two starters or one or two bench players that are out for COVID, this can change the games tremendously. So please, if you're going to be if you're going to be betting on games or whatever, please follow the teams, watch right up to the tip off and make sure that none of these bench players or none of these guys that make a little bit of a difference out there can skew the game because they're out by COVID. Um, Baylor's going to beat Norfolk state. Good story for Norfolk state, but at the same time, Baylor's going to end up winning that it's in Fort Worth, Texas for crying out loud. It's ridiculous that Baylor's getting to play a game in Fort Worth, Texas. It's just so unfair to me that it's right there um, in their backyard. But uh, yeah, Norfolk state's going to get crushed because of that um longwood and tennessee longwood's gonna do a really good job in the beginning of the game but tennessee will end up winning that iowa will beat uh will beat richmond uh, gonzaga's gonna destroy georgia state um north carolina and marquette i think north carolina will win this game i, I think they really started clicking a little bit there at the end of the season we'll just see what happens uh yukon new mexico state think yukon's gonna win that game uh st mary's will beat indiana Creighton up against San Diego State. Ah, man, I think I think Creighton's got a good chance to win this game. Um, I, yeah, I think Creighton's got a good chance to win this game. The problem is San Diego State's going to have the better crowd there, and that might be a big difference maker. Uh, Vermont up against Arkansas. I think Vermont's going to win this game. They have a great team, powerhouse team. They destroyed their entire conference all season long. I, I think they could beat Arkansas. Um, if Arkansas comes out and is a little flat, I think Vermont can pounce on them. Um, Murray State, I think they're going to win up against San, San Francisco. Murray State is on a huge, tremendous win streak right now, and I think uh, they're going to keep that going. Um, Akron and UCLA. Got to go UCLA. And Kansas is going to beat Texas Southern. I don't see a 16 seed beating a one a la UMBC a few years ago with Virginia. I just do not see that happening this year with the way the brackets turn out, with the way the matchups are. I do not see it happening but you never know guys again because of covid and because of the way covid is still affecting everyone um this could be a really crazy season this could be a really crazy bracket season and so uh be ready for some crazy upsets if there are uh you know some covid issues with some teams okay now, again, uh, Aurora and I do want to mention that we are official travel agents. We specialize in Disney, Universal, World Caribbean, Carnival Cruise Line, Sandals Resorts. You name it, we can pretty much do it for you. So feel free to reach out. We'd love to help you book your next set of magical memories. We can take care of however much planning that you would like us to. We can give you tips and pointers to whichever destinations you want to go to, especially if it's Disney. Uh, we know all the ins and outs, and we would love to help you guys understand the best bang for your buck, the places to eat, where to go, what to do, the free activities that a lot of people don't know about. Love to help you out with any of those things same with universal and and all these other players out there but um 
feel free to reach out to us. Again, we would love to help you book your next set of magical memories. Um, you know, our services are completely free. We work com- purely off of commission that is already built into the price of these uh, destinations, whether it's hotels, whatever. There, are, There's always commission prices built into that that you are going to be paying regardless of whether you use me or book it yourself. So feel free to reach out. We'd love to help you guys. Um, our email will be in the information below in the podcast. And feel free to like, share, subscribe. We'd love to hear some comments from you guys, any feedback uh, to make things more entertaining. But uh, yeah, very, very exciting day of March Madness. I know we will be following the games uh, throughout most of the day. Um, Yeah, it's going to be very, very exciting. you know, Western Kentucky, my alumni is not in the game, in the in the tournament this year. So, you know, we're rooting for uh, Kentucky being from Kentucky. Um, that, that's that's our main team that we're rooting for at this point. But, hey, there's a lot of good underdogs out there. We really like, you know, like I said, Vermont's out there. You know, the Murray State's out there, which Murray State's going to get crushed in the second round by UK anyway. Um, you know, it, th- there's some good ones out there we really want to support and we really like to see do well. So let's hope it's a really good March Madness. Let's hope there's a good Cinderella story out there for everybody, especially we can use it um, during all these times of, you know, Ukraine and Russia and everything going overseas. Um, and we're seeing Cinderella stories every day over there with Ukraine and what they're doing. So um, it's already been March Madness for them for a long time now. Uh, thoughts and prayers are out to them. And, uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Again, feel free to like, share, subscribe, um, you know, give us comments and feedbacks. We'd love to make the show more entertaining for you guys out there. And again, we are travel agents, so feel free to reach out to us anytime and uh, love to help you guys out. So that's it for us. We will talk to you guys again next week.